0: Hi everyone, we're Gabby, Karim and Jules, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by halad to health
1: Last season, we took you behind the scenes of some of our mock MMI stations.
2: So we've talked about the GAMSAT and we've talked about the interviews. So now on to the next step. This season, we're talking all things getting ready for med school.
0: We will be running you through what a day in the life of a medical student looks like, what study techniques to know about, what your career is going to look like, and much more. So stay Stay tuned tuned and get get ready to to get get med med ready. (laughs) Hello everyone, and welcome back to the making of an incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Following on from last week's episode about rural and regional medicine, today Karim, Jules and I speak to the lovely Sarah about what it is really like to study medicine both rurally and in the city. There is a lot of speculation as to which option is better, so we thought who better to speak to than Sarah who has experienced both worlds. Sarah is a really important team member here at Halad. She is the head of the GAMSAT team, but she also does a million and one other things. Um, So she was really great to have a chat to and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Before we get started I'll just do an acknowledgement of country. So I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we are all on today. For myself that is the Yorta Yorta land. I would also like to pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging as well as pay my respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening today. So on today's episode of the podcast, we're lucky enough to be joined by Sarah, the head of GAMSAT here and head of lots of things at Um, and we're going to be talking all things retro versus retro. Oh. <laughs> I meant to say metro, but I said retro. <laughs>
1: Oh, I think we should tape that in. That was so good.
0: I said, Fuck up. I For Real?"
1: Retro <laughs> versus <laughs> more.
0: Sorry about that. Usually,
2: I can keep going if I stuff up, but that one was too, too weird. That was amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about retro fashion hauls. Retro fashion hauls.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just gonna clap and start from. I'll figure it out. So today we're going to be talking about metro versus rural placements. So Karim, Jules and I have just started um, MD2, which means we're on site at the hospitals. Um, I'm in Shepparton. Uh, Karim?
1: I'm at the Austin Hospital in Heidelberg, which is in Melbourne.
0: And I'm at Northeast Health, which is in Wangaretta. Yeah, so we have a bit of a bit of a mix between metro and rural. And the reason why we've started to do this episode today is because there's lots of opinions out there about what's better, studying medicine rurally or studying in the city. And a lot of MD1s and even students applying for medicine have to make the decision of whether or not to study rurally. Um, before they really know much about it. So we're hoping that we'll bust some myths today and misconceptions um, around the different opinions um, of rural and metro learning. So Sarah, did you just want to introduce yourself a little bit, your med journey and where you've had placement?
2: Yes. So hi, everyone. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Sarah and I mainly run the med entry programs at Halid to Health. My med journey started quite a few years ago I think in 2015 is when I got into medicine at Monash Um, and I have completed three years of med and I've done quite a bit of placement in that time Um, at the moment I'm taking a gap year so it's a good point in time for me to reflect on the placements that I've completed and some of the things I've learned along the way so I've spent a little bit of time rurally. My first year of med, I was placed in Wansaggy, so out near Phillip Island. And I also did some placements around um, central Gippsland and in Churchill and near Taralgon at Latrobe Regional Hospital. And then I've also spent a bit of time metro at MMC, so Monash Medical Center, both in pediatrics as well as in GenMed and emergency and a lot of rotations there, and have also done some psych at the Alfred. So I've had a little bit of both sides of the coin and would love to chat about that a bit today for you all. All right. Awesome. Well, I guess just to start us off, um, what would you say, Sarah, in your sort of your experience were some of the pros and cons of doing your placement, uh, both rurally or in metro Melbourne? Yeah. So in terms of a rural placement, I think what was great for me, or maybe I'm a little bit biased in terms of I really enjoyed my rural placement because it was my first placement in med school. And I think that that's really exciting in and of itself. But in terms of the actual I guess more objective pros and cons. When you are placed rurally, it's much more likely that you'll get a personalized experience. This isn't necessarily untrue for Metro, um, but with a rural placement, there's a lot more time to spend one-on-one, both with the patients and with the teams that you're working with, because there are just less of you there. Also, there tends to be more need within the hospital. And I find it's nice to get a little bit extra responsibility because you're a little bit closer towards the higher. of that pecking order than when you're in a metro hospital and you're one of 10 medical students on the ward and there are lots of consultants and interns and lots of other people between you and the head of the ward. So in terms of rural placements, my first day on rural placement, I was already doing injections, speaking to a lot of patients, getting involved, taking examinations, looking at what was going on, coming to the ward rounds and getting to ask all of my questions. So I think that was really great. I also had, I think it was my second day ever on placement and I spent it in emergency and I had the chance to suture someone's forehead. And I also helped to resuscitate a patient who needed cardioversion, which is basically their heart wasn't pumping correctly and I could help out with that. And so there were really great learning opportunities that I was privileged to see and to understand because it was such a small community in this hospital. Saying that, however, there were were some cons to it, and probably the biggest con in that hospital was a very small regional hospital, was that a lot of specialties that were required just weren't able to be provided there, and so we had to airlift a lot of patients out. Even though medical school is all about being open-minded about where you want to go, end up. I've always wanted to do pediatrics and it excites me to speak to young patients and when I was at that hospital every patient who was under a certain age was automatically airlifted to Melbourne and so I never actually got that exposure at that hospital to that. So whilst you shouldn't choose a placement based on where you want to end up in the specialty you want to end up in because you're only in medical school, being aware that a rural placement depending on how big the hospital is that you'll get access to, you might not get to see as much as you'd like to as a medical student and then that can sort of limit your experiences as well so those would be probably more of the objective pros and cons of being at a rural site for your placement
1: um and maybe just a follow-up question from that so would you say you've enjoyed rural placement more compared to metro placements
2: i think i don't think it's more one or the other i think it's about knowing which factors affect you um, when you're on placement and what things matter to you at the time So with my rural placement, I really enjoyed, like I mentioned, it was at One Thaggy or one of the placements I spent the most time at was One Thaggy, which is really close to Phillip Island and I love surfing. And so I would go to placement and take my surfboard with me and then I would stop and catch a few waves on my way back home. And so it was really great for lifestyle and it helped with that balance of the pressure of medical school and making sense of how to learn and just making sure that you have ways to mitigate burnout. So I really loved that. But I also felt really isolated from my friends and family. And sometimes I'd have things on after placement back in Melbourne that I really wanted to get to. And it just wasn't feasible to get there in time. And so for me, I really had to think about what was valuable for me. And that influenced my decision to move metro the next year rather than to sign up for another rural year because I really wanted to be back close to the city. And I knew sort of the things that I loved about being in Melbourne and I wanted to be back there. So I don't think it's more that I'm, quite balanced in terms of I like rural and metro equally for different reasons so it's hard to say I think though you have to know what things you like about just where you live beyond just the four walls of the hospital because your life is defined by much more than where you're doing placement so knowing what matters to you. Um, in terms of sort of maybe people who are going to start rural placement for the first time or people who um are now starting in Monash maybe down at the Gibson campus. Um, how did you feel when you first moved out of the city like what was that like for you transitioning? Yeah so I guess I was pretty lucky in for two reasons. Firstly I grew up rurally I did move to the city when I was 10 or 11 I think it was but I had some exposure to what that lifestyle was like. I also am very lucky in that it suited me because I'm a very independent person I would say, though, if neither of those things are you, make sure you're aware of it beforehand and have those support networks in place so maybe it's that you are familiar with the area before you go out there and you go and sort of scout it out or maybe it's that you um, talk to people who are from a rural background and ask them what the lifestyle is like or maybe it's making sure that you have friends that are there with you or getting to know the people who will be there with you before you start because I think for me I found the transition really easy but there were people who I knew who found it really difficult and they didn't have those things in place before they began so that would be my advice would be know yourself well enough to know what you need and if you don't think that will be provided naturally where you're going making sure you set those things up for yourself so that you don't get stuck once you're there
0: yeah yeah that's good advice and and coming on from that as well last week on the podcast we actually had emily on who spoke about how she originally felt a little bit apprehensive about getting placed rurally because it was her last preference Um, and this is the story for a lot of students they don't tick the box Or they do, but put it right at the bottom and then get it. So what advice would you give to those students who are now finding themselves put in a situation that they didn't necessarily want?
2: Yeah. So, yes, unfortunately this happens because there's sometimes just greater demand than there is supply for particular placements and I think firstly taking a moment to ask yourself why so then you know what to do next so why didn't you want that rural placement or whatever placement it was is it because you'd heard something that perhaps isn't correct or is it because mentally you're worried is it because it's unfamiliar to you so that then you can sort of safeguard against that I think the one that is most concerning is if you feel that you don't want to go rural because you're worried about the lack of connection or because you feel like mentally that wouldn't be healthy for you, really make sure that you take care of yourself and prioritize that. Maybe it's having things in place like I will come back to the city on the weekends or I will make sure that I call this person and they know I'm going to call them every day after placement or whatever it might be because I think that's the one that's most concerning. The rest of the time, if it's just you're just not sure it's something new or, you know, it kind of doesn't help because now you don't get to go to your friend's birthday parties or whatever it might be, be open-minded. It's such an amazing opportunity. You will have such incredible opportunities there for you by going somewhere new and trying something new. So I would say don't worry about it. But, of course, you know yourself best and if there's a genuine reason why and it's likely to impact your health, make sure that you have things in place to take care of yourself because that really is important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's always very important to take care of yourselves, put, put your health as the top priority. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of just advice for all of our students, um, what do you think is the best advice you can give to make the most out of their placement, regardless of whether they're rural or metro?
2: Yeah. Have fun. Placement is such an incredible opportunity. I don't think we realize how lucky we are as medical students to have so much placement. Um, And sometimes it's exhausting and we get really burnt out. And so it's easy to forget, Um, but have fun with it. And I think hopefully this resonates with people like me. I'm actually quite shy, not in a sense of I don't like talking or in a sense of typically shy, but I get really concerned that people don't want me to intrude. And so I'll be on placement and I'll feel a little bit like, oh, I shouldn't speak to this patient right now or I shouldn't ask if I can sit in and watch this surgery because I don't want to, you know, be a burden or whatnot. But take every opportunity, like be okay with being a little bit less shy or going out of your comfort zone because the more opportunities you take advantage of, the more you're going to learn and grow. So just ask. The worst that they can say is no or sorry, we're too busy or sorry, not now, come back later. And honestly, every point of time you get on placement from someone, from a consultant, from a patient is a gift and an opportunity for you to learn. So utilize it and just like enjoy it. I think with that though, knowing how to walk away from something and not feel like you have to learn every little thing you were told is critical in placement. So if you maximize opportunities and you're seeing as much as you can, it doesn't mean you need to remember every single thing you hear or everything you see. So learn how to differentiate between high yield and super niche things. And I know that these guys spoke about that in one of the earlier episodes about how to study. Just take placement as an opportunity to see, to learn, to experience, and then walk away and learn what you need to um, for the point that you're at and just enjoy it. I think that that's one of the best things about being on placement.
0: Yeah, that's some really good advice, especially for us <laughs> who are just starting. So I think this episode is mainly for us. Um, <laughs> those tips. <laughs> but it really is that like believing in yourself and, and being confident enough um, to believe that you do deserve to be there and you do deserve to learn. I think mm. we're still getting used to that. Um, but hopefully by the end of the year, we'll be able to understand what that feeling is like.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us today sarah i'm sure our listeners have learned a lot from you and have really appreciated your time um, i definitely have um, but i think that's all we have for today is that it crim and Jules?
1: yeah i think that's it um, and just reiterating your point that you do have a right to be there um and you need to make the most out of your placement when you are there um we're still learning how to do that obviously but it's been exciting we've only been there for a couple of weeks but it's been a very exciting couple of weeks um and yeah thank you so much for joining us sarah we really appreciate it we appreciate all of your insight um and yeah
2: i think that's it awesome thanks for having me hey everyone it's gabby
0: here just popping in very quickly as a little bit of a call out to all UniMelb md1s for 2021 This year, Hallett Health, in conjunction with Outlook Rural Health Club, will be running block revision sessions. They are really focused on problem solving and active learning skills, as well as presenting some clinically focused cases for you all. It's a really good revision tool that we hope you find very useful. Kum and I will be facilitating the first one on the 10th of March, focused on foundations. And better yet, this session is free. So make sure you check out the Halad to Health and Outlook Rural Health Club's Facebook page for more information. Can't wait to see you there. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halad to Health. Please like, share and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.